0: What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 25 of Hopped On Sports, your podcast for the beer-drinking sports fan. Got a fun show here tonight. We've Got a lot to go over. Preseason football is back. It is here to stay. Uh, we'll talk about my trip to Cleveland, which was quite eventful. Uh, we've got drama going on with Antonio Brown, and uh, that, that just is going to be an absolute freak show. You can already tell. Um, but no, we've got a lot going, so let's get right to it. Steven, welcome to the podcast, man. How are you doing? Yeah, man, going good. Uh, today's been a good day, long day, hard work.
1: Um, I have been looking forward to this all day. I really have halfway the, um, podcast and partially the beer. I've, I've really been looking forward to, to oh, this, uh, this beer, beer that tonight. we're drinking. Yeah. But not only today, I've been looking forward to this one since last week when we bought it. So um, long day, been looking forward to the podcast, definitely been looking forward to the beer. Um, so let's hop right into it, and you can tell them all about the beer we're drinking.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we tonight we're drinking the Oma Gang Three Philosophers, which checks in at 9.7%. And let me just tell you right now, this is an absolute beautiful beer, and it, it tastes even better. Um, I, like you said, we we did buy this last week. I was super excited about it. Wanted to have it last week, but we had uh, we'd already committed to a couple other things. So we're like, all right, well we'll save it for next week. And you know now it's Friday night. Uh, you know tough week, uh, and popping these open is couldn't be uh, couldn't be a better time. So uh, Oma gang. Really cool brewery. They're out of uh, Cooperstown, New York. Um, some of you might know that they're the ones who create the like Game of Thrones themed bottles and things like that. Uh, I've seen it around. I've had a couple of the Game of Thrones ones um, just to say I did it. But uh, So I really didn't know much past that. But after trying uh, trying this beer out, I'm really excited to see what other kind of beers they have to offer because this is absolutely a great beer it's it's a belgian quad which you and i are both really uh venturing out and trying all the ones that we can just because belgian beer has always been one of my favorites anyway but man these quads are just absolutely fantastic so it's a great beer for a great show um and i'm really excited about it
1: yeah this uh so far seems like it's going to be one that i'm really going to enjoy um but let's uh, let's give it a shot. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, man.
0: Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. That uh, wow. Well, see, I, 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 I like this description. It says it talks about how there's like a hint of cherry taste at the end, and I mean, can you tell? Like, I, I can, I can barely get that small little hint of it. Um, um, which uh, you, you know, said you're not a big fan of cherries, and it's not like I'm a huge fan, but like I don't know with this amber-colored beer and uh, nice body, it's kind of like a nice little refreshing kick there at the end. If I think about it, I can
1: uh, I can kind of understand why they would say it has a cherry taste, but it's not an overpowering. Oh no, cherry not at taste. all. It's, it's very subtle. subtle. Yeah, um, and I wouldn't even necessarily say cherries. I would say artificial cherry flavoring. Um, cause you know how cherries taste a lot different than artificial cherry flavoring. In my opinion, it it really doesn't taste like cherries at all. I think it tastes like beer and I think it tastes like an incredible beer. Um,
0: so far one drink top five. I love this. So on the website, it says the meaning of life. Uh, even if you don't quite get there, this beer is sure to sweeten the journey. (laughs) Yeah. So... I guess that's I mean, part of the philosopher. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a audition. yeah. That's cool.
1: It it definitely has some sweetness, um, but it uh whew, recommended highly. Yeah. yeah, and I'm only one drink in.
0: No, this is a uh, very good. I'm I'm very happy with yeah the, with the choice.
1: As as good as this one's been, we might just have to have this one again next week because we got two more. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So um anyways let's uh let's hop into the sports and yeah. I'll let you kind of choose the topic you want to talk well, about first
0: obviously we probably need to uh, talk about Antonio Brown big story here today yeah it comes out well it turns out that uh, the Raiders haven't been able to get a hold of Brown and don't really know what's going on with the situation and his his quote-unquote injury with his feet which has actually come out today of what actually happened to his yeah. feet, which is very, very bizarre. But he, he ends up getting one of the uh, tanks, one of the... Uh, cold water cold tanks. Cold water tanks, yeah. And gets frostbite <laughs> on his feet. Is They're calling it an extreme frostbite. Yeah. Which, when I first heard this, I'm just thinking, there's no way, right? A million-dollar athlete, arguably the best receiver in the NFL, and your feet is... I mean, that's your body, is, it, it's your temple, right? Yeah. Your feet is what makes you your mind. I know you got to catch the ball and everything, but we also know that Antonio Brown's one of the best route runners in the NFL as well. And it's like, it, it, it was said that he wasn't wearing the proper uh, footwear when he got into the, the tub. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, how, I mean, how, dude, how do you allow that to happen? You're
1: getting into water or a tank that uh, minus 200 degrees. As I was gonna say, that's why minus I was minus gonna go. 200. 200. You think that you can't get frostbite in that? That's it, it takes an ice bath to the extreme, but the body's able to handle it if you do it the right way. And this cryotherapy, I mean, it's supposed to be one of the best ways to treat your body. Oh, yeah. After, no, the science brutal. behind
0: everything now has been incredible yeah, what these, but what these you uh, have tubs to respect, can
1: do. You have to respect it. Exactly. You can't just go, oh, I'm just going to get in. I mean, and does he know that? I mean, he knows that the water he's getting into is minus 200 degrees. Everybody that does that knows yeah. that. But is his trainer present? Does he have this at his house? I know a lot of people are just well, having I mean, easy no, access to this. I believe
0: things. it said it, this took place in France. Overseas, so, yeah so, so i'm not even sure what he was doing i like i i don't know the backstory behind that but i believe that's what i saw was belichick um, over there
1: at the time by <laughs> chance who knows yeah, <laughs> got, right. did, Antonio's um, shoes came up missing
0: and he yeah. said ah forget about yeah, it I'll just hop, hop in. in yeah
1: well that was weird but.
0: <laughs> uh but anyway so we, we find out the story about uh about what happened with the feet however that's actually not why he ha- hasn't been to practice yet right supposedly he's been able to play through that, it's a helmet issue. Well, but he's
1: he's able to run in a straight line. Yeah. And cutting um, understandably so is rough on his feet oh, right I'd now. Imagine, so the left to right, I mean, but, he can run.
0: Yeah, but the point is, that's not why he's not reporting. Right, uh, he's, he's filed a suit against the NFL because the helmet he has worn since he's been in the NFL um, is no longer accepted as a Uh, helmet a proper helmet to wear for safety reasons you know NFL is taking all these precautions now uh for safety and rightly so but for whatever reason the helmet he wears has been um no longer accepted yeah well he straight up told uh i guess the nfl and i guess now the raiders if i don't get my helmet i don't play yeah Well,
1: I mean, I think we've seen an evolution of Antonio Brown over the last five years, and in my opinion, it hasn't been for the better. And as somebody who doesn't really cheer against the Steelers, I I liked him when he was on the Steelers. Um, I kind of started to dislike him a little bit before he liked the Steelers, as I'm sure a lot of Steelers fans would say. Um, I have a really hard time respecting these demands. And in my opinion, if you let it go too long, like if you let these things add up, eventually the players get to a point where they're going to tell not only their team, hey, I'm not playing if you don't pay me what I'm worth, but hey, NFL, I'm not playing if you don't let me wear the helmet I want to wear. Yeah.
0: But that's sanctioned well, by the NFL. I mean, he has no control over that. It just becomes the patients are running the asylum. If you give them too much power, uh, you know, I, now here's the thing um you know Antonio Brown like you said we're starting to see this evolution uh of this behavior I mean that last interview he did where he looks basically like a walrus when he's got that uh weird I don't know, blonde hair blonde mustache yeah. and all that and he did that interview with ESPN uh was saying like hey I don't need football all right like I don't have to have football I like to play football but I don't need it. I don't need I don't it. Need it. Yeah. He goes, and if I want to walk away, I can walk away. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm I'm a millionaire and I'm I'm an entrepreneur. No one owns me. It's not like he's gonna do it on his own terms. Yeah. And okay, I get that aspect of things. But it's to an extreme. You're telling you you saying I'm not gonna play because I can't have a helmet, you're saying, Hey team, I don't care about you. Exactly. I exactly. only I only care about myself. It's all me. It's all about me. And and, where I mean, and he's in a new locker room. You know, you're trying to earn respect. You're trying to, you know, get along with your teammates, build that chemistry, and you're already starting to pull antics like this. It's just, in my opinion, you absolutely. Are trying to earn respect? I
1: mean, you want to be respected as a great, yeah. but I don't think Antonio Brown gives a crap about what people think about him, even his teammates. He wants to go out there and make his money, get his touchdowns, get his yards. It's and just, if there's it, yeah. anything that keeps him from doing that they're going to get exposed, whether they're in the right or wrong. And that's why I stopped liking the guy so much. It's just
0: crazy because I never felt that way about him for the longest time. You know, I I never saw him. I just saw him as this, you know, absolute freakish of an athlete who could, you know, turn games, you know, in a blink of an eye. Yeah. And never really had that problem. I mean, the Steelers kept stuff quiet, I guess, for a long time. I mean, I guess. Once it got out and stuff like that, yeah, there there was disagreements, apparently, between Big Ben and – Antonio, but obviously every quarterback and receiver go through you know bits and right. Bits but and pieces. Tomlin but,
1: was involved in all this too. Yeah,
0: but you know, ever since he dropped that video of Facebook Live in the locker room, you're just like, yeah, it was bad. You're just like, dude, like, yeah. come on, man. So uh, this is just a bad look. Um, and I I think the Raiders <laughs> they got to be a little worried about that. What a what a Raider thing to happen. I was gonna say, who you're, you're, cares, man? You're, you're the Raiders. Getting, you're getting this, you know, star player. You're thinking, all right, we're we're making moves. This is everyone's really on board with this. Be good fit for Derek Carr because you just gave Derek Carr that big contract a couple years ago, and yeah. then he hasn't really performed with it. Right. But now he's got a big time receiver, and maybe they can make something happen. And I mean, just like that, he's already talking about not playing. So yeah, but then I mean, you look at the Raiders, and
1: they knew the situation they were getting into. And what I mean by that is, this isn't Antonio Brown's first rodeo. Did they really think it was going to stop with them? Right. So I don't know that they would view it right now as if they're having issues with A.B. The season hasn't started, and quite frankly, preseason football doesn't matter. They need him to show up and play on Sundays, whether he's got the helmet he wants or not. If he's not willing to play without his helmet, I hope Roger Goodell puts the foot down and says, get out of my league then. You know, you can go play in Canada. It doesn't matter to me where you play, but if you're not gonna wear a safe helmet for my league, you're not gonna play. Yeah. And I say that because even though I think the players should have some type of choice, they're playing for a league that is making them the money that they're making. Yeah. Regardless of how they look at it. You could be the best tiddlywinks player in the world. But if there's no tiddly winks world league, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> tiddly twinks. Twiddly Tinks World League, if there's no league, you're not making any money because nobody cares. Right. So if the NFL goes away, these players have no platform to make their money um, with the exception of they've already got the fame. Um, A, B, I hope Roger Goodell isn't going to put up with that. I may or may not agree with everything Goodell does, but rules are rules. You follow them or you get
0: out. Yeah. And that's exactly how it should be. I mean, like I said, you you have to. There's a reason why it's a business, you know. And there's people that are in charge, and you've got to act like the boss. And you got to put your foot down on certain situations. And if they're if he's not willing to play ball, then okay, here's yeah. the door. See so, ya.
1: So, yeah. yeah. Um, I hope that's not the case. He is a. He is literally one of the best players to ever step on a football field.
0: Yeah, he's incredible. Everything and, he does. I mean, the quickness, the the ability to run yeah, routes. I mean, it's yeah. crazy.
1: It it is. I mean, he really is impressive. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think that there's so many more values to life that are more important than just being a good route runner and being able to get open. And you know, even if, even if you're a Raiders fan, what do you say? Like, dude, we're we went out on the line, we came and got you. You wanted to leave Pittsburgh, of course, we wanted you. You're the best, but don't throw it back in our faces like yeah, already exactly. already. we haven't even gotten to the first game yet,
0: <laughs> you know, so uh I was traveling this week uh, went to Cleveland for work, and um Hard Knocks started on Tuesday. Right, which
1: is very interesting yeah. because they're already in a weird situation. Yeah. But Hard Knocks, is, yeah.
0: Exactly. So, uh, I haven't got to watch it yet. Um, yeah, I didn't have HBO at the hotel. So, I want to get that watched. And I, I'm telling you right now, all this stuff going on with Brown, it better be on Hard Knocks going yeah. forward. Well, it's uh <laughs> I,
1: I was listening to something earlier and... From what I understand, there's a lot of tension from within the team. There's a lot of like it, confusion, and I would assume that's how it is with every league. I mean, with every team. And I haven't watched Hard Knocks yet. I'm probably gonna watch it tonight. But the the coach the the bottom line is the coach can't let the players control the coach. No, the no, coach no. has to be the coach. And it's you know you get players like Antonio Brown. Le'Veon Bell even, like, both came from Pittsburgh. Could you imagine being Mike Tomlin and having to try to control those two? Of no. course there's going to be issues with Big Ben. Yeah. And, and I'm never going to look at Big Ben and be like, hey, it was Ben's fault.
0: It could be. I, I He obviously played a role in it. He, yes. But, but, yeah, I'm not going to put it all in him. But Absolutely. when you
1: see these two in the light and constantly under issues, it's like, okay, Obviously, there's some type of underlying um, cause yeah. from the two of them. Uh, I don't know. It'd be it'd be tough to be their teammate from everything I see, everything I read. Well, but remember we, we saw we, we saw
0: we saw teammates speaking out against Bell last year when right. when he wasn't playing. Yeah, uh, because that is frustrating, man. Your team, you know, when you got teammates quitting right. on you. That's got to be frustrating. Yeah, I mean, you're like, like, guys, we're we're out here, you know, busting our uh, our our butts every week, and you know, you're not willing to strap it up with us and go to you know go to battle. Yeah, that's that's got to be tough, man.
1: It's more about money than
0: brotherhood, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. Nowadays, I mean, it's just that's it seems what that's all it's about. So, very unfortunate, but the good news is there's more players. A lot of more greats, and we saw some of those greats um, maybe begin their career on on Thursday, yeah. like Kyler Murray. Well, I mean, I figured um, you were gonna say that. Now, obviously, I, I think so. I'm, I'm still very skeptical. I'm um, not. I'm not I, at all. I love Murray. I yeah, I was able to watch him at OU and all that. So, but you know, the height thing and being a smaller guy, it's nah, got me a little worried.
1: Not gonna matter. I'm not worried about anything other than him. Catching a six foot ten defensive end, yeah. and ruining his career. Well, however, but other yeah. than that, I have no doubt the guy's going to be a stud.
0: Well, he came right out and went six for seven on his first drive. Yeah, made a couple great plays. I love, I loved seeing this because it's not like he was out there just trying to run, run, right. run first. But when he got pressure coming off the end, he rolled outside, got outside away yeah. from the defender, and still made a, a throw on the run for yeah. uh, for a completion and. That's, I mean, dude, I'm telling you, if he can play like that, well, he's going to be here's the dangerous. Because he's very accurate.
1: The field is smaller in the NFL. I mean, it, it is significantly smaller. He's going to drop back. Pass isn't going to be on the left. He's going to roll and just get clocked. And it's going to happen a lot until he starts to realize how to hold the pocket. He's not a pocket quarterback. I'm not saying he needs to stay in the pocket, but... The rollout game changes completely, completely, completely in the NFL, because all of a sudden you have guys that are five yards away from you, and in the in college you've got a world of time to make a decision. In the NFL, dude, you better know what you're doing before you even realize that guy's there. You've got to assume he's there. Yeah, you got to feel that pressure. Yeah.
0: No, I mean that that is true, and I mean everyone's faster, everyone's stronger. I mean that's that's. You know, a no brainer, but um I, I don't know. I thought it was very impressive. Obviously we've heard his teammates already talk him up. Larry Fitzgerald, one of the greatest receivers oh, of all time. No doubt. Best, hand, best hands in the has, history of the league. Has already given so many props to Murray and just said, yeah. Man, this this guy's the real deal and yeah. so it's really cool to see. Um I don't think there's I'm excited for his future.
1: I don't think there's ever been hands. As good as Larry's in the in the history of the league. Just I, don't so well, I don't think consistent. He, well, I think he no doubt he's the best catcher in the league. In the history of the league, period. Best ever. But he's not necessarily the best receiver ever. He's the best catcher. He has the best hands. You throw him a ball, he's catching it. He makes Odell look silly. I mean it, that's an interesting take. Yeah, wow. I'd be interested in seeing stats on his drops. Yeah. I guarantee you. He has, like, the at. fewest drops compared to the amount of times it's been thrown to him, the ratio.
0: Dude, he never drops the ball, ever. We'll have to look. No, I'm interested to see that. Yeah. Um, also, obviously, we saw Baker go out there, very highly anticipated Browns game, which, can you believe, you know, we're saying that nowadays. I was in Cleveland when the game actually started, uh, so that's kind of funny. Um, I had a flight delay just hanging out at the airport, Bar, which actually was a brewery, which is really cool. Shout out Great Lakes Brewing Company. This um, was sitting there having some drinks, waiting for my flight, hoping my flight was actually going to get uh, canceled so I could just go to, go to the game. Um, I just thought that would be awesome. You could really tell there's a buzz around the city right now. You know, you're looking. I'm seeing Baker jerseys everywhere, people wearing brown shirts, all this stuff, and you're like, think about – where this franchise was three years ago. <laughs> you yeah. know, three yep. years ago, where they're at, and now what, and now today, it's just, it's absolutely incredible. And I mean, they've got Odell, yeah. they've got Jarvis Landry, they've got Baker Mayfield, you know, Cream Hunt when he comes back. No, I mean, aren't it, they
1: the youngest team in the NFL right now? Uh, I, I, I think I, they I don't are. know if
0: they're the youngest, but uh, they've got to be they're one. close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are no. very,
1: they, here's, you know, they just, uh, Oh, was it them? Did they just get rid of a? Did they just get rid of a third string running back? I think they did. Yeah, I think they, they did. They, they and they the ended up. Now they've got for next Houston. year's draft. They have nine picks already. Really? They need to here They need to work on their offensive line. Is the issue? Yeah, I mean that's a little, probably we'll, their weakest we'll point, their, point right their, now.
0: Their defense is man. It, it's getting solid. Because uh, it was pretty good last it year. It was good last year. Uh, yeah. And so you you hope to obviously they get better this year. Um, A lot of talent man There's a lot of talent there And a lot of reasons to be excited um, There with that franchise So um, But yeah Baker comes out Unbelievable first drive of the game Throws a touchdown pass Browns ended up winning something like 30 to 10 or something like that Just played really good football Um, I know it's just preseason But I'm telling you Even though I didn't get to watch a lot of Not just that game but really any of the games Because I was flying um, man, it's just good for football to be back. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's back. <laughs> yeah, it's I back, know. dude.
1: Come on, it's uh the boys of fall, right? We're yeah, we're yeah, heading absolutely. into that season. I mean, I'm. Uh, I think technically it's still summer, but I have no idea because I never pay attention to that type of thing. Yeah, um, it is. Um, so, anyways, I'm looking here. Uh, guess how many drops Fitzgerald has had over his. 2,111 target career. He's had a a ball thrown to him 2,111 times. How many drops? Guess. I mean, I I don't know. Just
0: guess. Okay. Uh, 81.
1: 29. Wow. The dude never, ever,
0: ever drops the ball. I mean, it's ridiculous. I have no idea what it would even be. 29. Yeah. That's stupid low. I don't even have to see what
1: anybody else had. That's stupid low.
0: You would sure think so. Look up like Randy Moss. Let's see. Well,
1: his is gonna be good. Why I mean, no, Randy has some of the best hands. We're talking about some of the too. best hands ever, right. so
0: it's like let's compare it to some one of the other greats. Um No, that's that that's incredible. I mean yeah. just Man,
1: You know, he blasted the Packers out of the playoffs a couple oh, years yeah. ago with that catch. He makes a catch, makes a juke, takes a run. I mean, he's like 80 years you're old. you talking about doing that one his, across the middle? Yeah, and then and he just go. makes like a yeah. 180-yard touchdown run. I mean, <laughs> I can't remember if he scored or just got it advanced. To like, but I think I know what you're talking it about. He just yeah. absolutely took the breath out of me as a Packers fan. And I like Larry, too. And I was like, come on, dude. Why you got to do that to me? Um, let's see how many drops he's had. You can keep talking while yeah. I'm looking.
0: At no. Um man. Yeah. I I just it's so nice. to. I'm looking around. Which of course, right now as we're recording, we've got the Steeler game about to start cuz we got I two know, more man. games here tonight. Um which you know, we like to pay attention to that. I just man, y- you see all this movements. I know it's a lot of third string guys and a lot of reasons to get over for nothing. But just to see it back and getting to see that starter maybe run a series or two and all that, it's just like, oh, this is awesome.
1: I mean, there's like, what do you think, probably a 0.0000% chance that Ben Roethlisberger plays tonight?
0: Man. Yeah. Why yeah. would you? You know, it, it's one of those things. How many things years that, of experience yeah, does he yeah. have? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that is true. But, I mean, we do see some of these starters – At least play a series or something. Yeah, but you look at him. He may not play for another couple weeks. He'll probably suit up and uh, actually play a series or two. Yeah, but you look at him uh, and he can Maybe third or fourth game. Yeah, but you still got to get the timing down with your guys in a real life situation and everything. There we
1: go. 50 most sure handed receivers in NFL history. Let's see. uh, Let's see this. We'll go down. I bet Randy Moss probably won, even though I would think that Larry's hands are better well there were a bunch of people alive before i was i guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's what i'm saying when you when you go on the record saying greatest ever no greatest like, hands
1: though dude I'm i know i
0: know what you're saying i mean that that is impressive I, I without even getting deep into it i mean that just sounds like a crazy low number so um and we know what kind of receiver he is i mean it's not yeah. like he's just running fly routes the guy can do everything so to to have that many catches, especially running crosses, you know, routes across the middle and whatnot, it's impressive. Right. Um.
1: Anyways, well, I don't know that I'm no, gonna find anything on you're this. Fine.
0: I did want to mention, um, because now you mentioned that about Ben, um, I I did want your opinion on. Do you think the preseason is too long?
1: Yeah, and I think that we've got another year or two of seeing four year four four uh, preseason games. I think they'll probably drop it down to two. Here, maybe 2021, 22. They're probably going to lower it.
0: I um, think it's needed. I don't. I think, agree. I don't think it's... Give
1: but, me two preseason games, not for the fans, for the teams to just come together, yeah. learn a little bit of chemistry against another team. I, I just hate, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting scrimmages. here, we're
0: doing our, I'm doing research before the podcast of, like, uh, you know, some things to, 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 to discuss and... You're looking at all these injuries already. You're just like, God, that's so frustrating, yeah. dude. Well, like,
1: look at the Boses, man. I mean Yeah. Not bro, they're sitting
0: out the whole uh preseason and yeah. it's just it sucks because these are the guys, you know, you're you're investing your you know, time and energy in and it seems like some guys can't catch a break, man. They're just always hurt and you know, obviously playing more preseason football, um, you know, greater's those chances for something that, you know, doesn't matter. So yeah. Um, but either way, and okay. until then, I'll I, enjoy it. So I've,
1: I found a good. I found. I finally found a good chart. Um, career drop percentage. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's just a percentage of how many times you've been thrown to versus how many times you dropped it. I guess. Is there a minimum? What what's um, this the minimum? is at least three hundred targets. Okay, at least three hundred targets. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, number one, one point three seven percent. Keenan Allen, two. 1.46%. Then it jumps all the way up to 2.11% with Jarvis Landry, Emmanuel Sanders. Um, Cole Beasley, actually, 2.2% drop percentage. I've always loved watching that guy play he, because he, yeah, he's so he's pure. He yeah. I mean, he's not somebody – here's the thing. He's not somebody you're too scared of, though. Right. But when you're guarding Des Bryant, double teamed, and all of a sudden you've got this guy – who just catches the ball, and you don't know what's going on. I mean, he just keeps catching it for seven, eight yards, seven, eight yards, and he's just picking you apart because he only drops 2.2% of the passes that will hit his hand.
0: We, uh, we'll uh, ha- we'll have to look at a list that has a, maybe a, uh, a little bit more catches than just 300. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you're thinking that, that could be three years, you know. I agree. Um, that's I, not, I, I That's totally not a tall, agree. you know, I'm I mean, needing a more long-term deal there. But that that is still, I mean, but, I mean, yeah, point impressive. being, like, Larry's yeah. up top, yeah. and,
1: and he's obviously going to be up top in the other list, too. We, we've put way too much focus <laughs> <Yeah>. on this <laughs> stupid no, that, that, stuff. That, that's but really let's, interesting. Let's though, come to really an answer. About that. If we remember next week, yeah. we'll
0: talk about it. Um, I did want to ask you as well. Um, did you see Trump? what Trump said here? Uh, speaking no, out I, the I'm so
1: pulled out of politics.
0: I know. I, oh, so forget the politics aspect of it. Uh, but, obviously, Kaepernick... Uh, came out on Instagram, spoke out. He, how, came, he came out. <laughs> calm down. Don't get too excited. Well, that didn't uh, excite me. Well, you get you're all over that. Uh, no, you so said it with the smile. Kaepernick comes Anyways. out and says that he wants to um, still play football. That he's still ready to go. Yeah. All this stuff, right? Good for him. And so Trump came out and said, "Well, I think he should play. You know, if he's good enough to get a job, then yeah, why not?" So. I, I, Ugh, but everyone's ma- everyone's making well. Everyone's just kind of making a story about it, like oh, well, man, anything. Blah, blah, blah. but at the same time, here is the thing: I don't think that's. I know everyone wants to talk about being blackballed, and every time a bad quarterback is in and makes a bad pass, or like oh Kaepernick rah, 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 and all this, and I am not saying I think Kaepernick when he was solid, I think he was extremely good, but. His last couple seasons, he really did fall apart. So, do you think a team is going to be willing to take a chance on him and try to uh, try to take a risk?
1: Doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to talk about it because I don't do politics. Okay, it's not problem, we're, politics. Not, we're not talking about
0: – forget that. Put yeah, that here, aside. I'll
1: just say this. If he's good enough to get a job, I think a team should give him an offer. Right,
0: but do you think a team does?
1: Do I think a team does?
0: Yeah. Is he going to be signed sometime this year?
1: Well, we'll find out at the end of the year.
0: Okay, I'm asking you personally. Do you think he'll be signed?
1: And I'm answering you personally.
0: (laughs) It's a yes or no question. No, I don't. Okay, then just say that. I don't think he's going to get signed, and I think
1: it's stupid. I I think that I don't – obviously, I don't like bringing politics into the conversation. And if you're talking Colin Kaepernick, you're talking politics, whether you think it or not. Right. Um, Point being, he is a good enough player to be in the NFL. I don't think there's a doubt about I think about it's debatable. It. He led a team
0: to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but okay? that was a different Colin Kaepernick than what we saw the last okay, couple of years but of his career.
1: That's not the point, though. The point is he led a team to the Super Bowl. That doesn't get forgotten. No. How but many quarterbacks in the NFL are active right now that haven't been in the Super Bowl? A lot. Right.
0: Most of them. But that doesn't mean that you want to bring a guy in to come sit on your bench, maybe be a starter, or you want to bring the circus that comes with it. For a guy that you're like, yeah, he once was something. I mean, like, Joe Flacco's holding on by the you know the skin of his teeth uh, because he won a Super Bowl. Right, but I mean, Flacco
1: he, has a better arm than Kaepernick does. Yeah. I, I don't even think that's debatable. But Kaepernick is more of an athlete than Flacco.
0: That's true, but, I, I mean, like I said. Flacco he, probably he was, has
1: the strongest arm in the NFL.
0: It's strong. I, well, no one's got a stronger arm than uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes' arm is out of this it, world. It's ridiculous, but, but I I, be, but yes, I would bet he, that Black. He's o- he's got an arm. But I would bet he, could he throw He's also all he's also got a year or two left, and he's he's yeah, gone. He's done. So I mean, no doubt. Um, but but anyway, what? so that's what I wanted to know. I wanted to know if you thought because I don't think a team is going. I think I think the time frame yeah, here, is here's it, all It's I'm over.
1: Saying. You show me the last couple years when Sanchez has been playing quarterback somewhere. And tell me that you wouldn't rather have Kaepernick than Sanchez than Dirty Sanchez. Hey, okay, so you talk about that. Uh, I will.
0: Sanchez led the Jets to back-to-back AFC Championship. Okay, games. Okay, good for him. Well, I he's mean, a, he saying, is a horrible quarterback. Hey, I I don't know how that dude sells the job. I'm not arguing. He is that. He's literally but the you were worst saying successful quarterback. He, he's got quarterback. that on his resume as, "Hey, I got the team to back-to-back AFC Championship games."
1: I mean, I, okay, I
0: understand that, but. Whatever that doesn't happen by accident is what I'm saying. So um, I, I
1: don't. I, I'm not even going to try to argue it because I'm not good with the history of stats and who they played and what. You know what I mean? There was. I can tell you this though. There had to have been some type of fortune involved to get Zach Sanchez to <laughs> back. I mean, he was he playing with the best receiver well, and the no, best running no. back and the best offensive line. And the best was, defense, their defense was really good. But at which the time. team are you talking about? Who was he with? When the he Jets. The Jets. Okay, yeah. so they probably had the best defense in the history of the league. <laughs> they had a good defense, And the, and yeah. the defense scored 12 points a game on average every – you know. Um, Kaepernick, though I, I I, don't know, he's good enough to play in the NFL. It's been years. He might have lost it. I don't know. You you develop over time from the time you're a kid. You play flag football. You play in middle school, high school, college, NFL. That's a process, and you could lose it over two years. So he might not be good enough right now to play, but I think um, I think that teams are too scared. Yeah. I think the teams are too scared to bring him in. You said the circus. I wouldn't use that. Um, you don't think I, it's
0: going to be a circus of media around Kaepernick playing? Oh, absolutely,
1: Plain? but I think it kind of almost sounds like a, a negative connotation
0: behind that word. Well, and, I mean, it is. You don't want that on your franchise. You don't want... Every story, everything is is in the uh you know, in the headlines about Kaepernick. I mean, it takes away from their team, it takes it's a distraction. I mean there's a lot of ugliness no, I that get comes that. with the backstory, especially one as controversial as this one. And but that's why they believe the owners are blackballing Kaepernick.
1: All I'm saying is I could see why the word circus could be offensive to the situation when you're basically saying there's two sides to the story: those that support Colin and those that don't. And if you're saying that those that do are a circus, no, then,
0: it's not those who do. It's just the media frenzy that comes with. Yeah,
1: the media frenzy is a circus. Yeah, Agreed.
0: That's what I'm getting at.
1: One way or another, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a circus on the left and on the right side of that situation because there. I mean, if Colin Kaepernick gets a job. Fox News, CNBC, everybody, ESPN, Fox Sports—it's going to be the top story for two weeks, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and it should be. I mean, it's uh, I I tell you what, I I mean, I'm Republican. I don't necessarily agree with all the stuff that he does, but I respect what he's doing because, in in the sense of like, I respect freedom of speech. So how could I believe in freedom of speech for myself but not? allow him or think it's okay for him to
0: express his opinions. That's interesting. That was that was good. No, I mean oh, I, I mean I, that's, like that's fine. Uh
1: but it, look what it's done. He's cost himself a job. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean if it's it's important to him. I don't think he's cost himself money. The oh, dude's no. like one well, of the he, most he, well, he got the, he got in the, the world. settlement
0: um yeah. last year or whatever. It was huge. He got he, yeah he got paid. I, I don't think they ever released enough. Certain, like what the actual figure was, but there are speculations yeah. somewhere close to like no. I mean, what 80, he's standing for though, like, something ridiculous. Um,
1: he's gonna go down as an icon. He is, no I mean,
0: one person of the year or whatever. Two Did years he? ago, yeah, I didn't know that. Whatever but, it was, but
1: no. I mean, he, he's he's one of those people. You think of revolutionary people, whether you agree with what he's doing or not. When you look back in the history books, he's gonna be looked at as one of those revolutionary people that helped with the movement that you either agreed with or you didn't. I mean, you look back yeah. like Martin Luther King was one. He's, it's a very comparable situation to that. <laughs> I'm not ki- I mean, you're hey, laughing. I, I, I'm not kidding. Know, I, I'm, I'm you're the actually one very, I'm very
0: surprised uh, we've got that deep into this. So well, I didn't I, want to. It, I told it's good. you that. You, you, you came out of your box. I, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad. out of my box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, any, anyway, so that's interesting. We'll we'll have to keep an eye on to see if what uh what what ends up happening there because I I I, th- I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if we end up seeing him get signed, but um moving okay. forward uh now this whole Durant thing.
1: This beer is it, it what are your
0: thoughts on it overall? Oh, I'm not kidding, it's dude. You're so right. Good. I mean, it is absolutely delicious. I so um we I will have to get you to try um, St. Bernardus uh, App 12. Is it a Belgium quad? Yeah. Um, okay. So it is absolutely one of the flagship beers out there. I mean, yeah. anyone you talk to, they, they'll know what you're talking about. Um, it is such a good beer. And um, so when we're having these uh, Twisted Spike um, Holy Beers... And then like this one right here, I mean, it is a great way to compare to different uh, different beers. Yeah. Um, because man, I'm telling you, it, this is this is strong. <laughs> this is very strong. Um, so to compare it to like a Nap 12 is uh, very uh, impressive, I would say. So we're not done yet.
1: <laughs> just uh just a pause. I was trying to look up on Beer Advocate. I wanted to see this. I know, I mean, my favorite beer is the Prairie Bomb.
0: I think I saw like 93.
1: 93 that's strong though. Yeah, no I it mean, is.
0: I, I was actually surprised it was lower than I thought. I thought it'd be like a 97, 98. Yeah, but I mean, still a 93. You don't no, it, see many of No, it's good. I mean, it's an excellent. It's an excellent review. Yeah. Um yeah, that's really good. And I kind of want the other one now.
1: Yeah, we'll go get it. See uh Take an Uber home. I mean <laughs> <laughs> No, it's uh this is this is very, very good. You can get it at uh I don't know really who all carries it. I know that there's a liquor store in Broken Arrow that carries it. Um yeah, so if you guys have, want to know where it is, just message us, we'll tell you where you can get it.
0: I'd imagine it's out there in quite a few different ones. Um but it's it's yeah, twenty bucks
1: right. for a four pack. It's not too bad. Right. I think what was it, seventeen ninety nine yeah. for a four pack? Yeah. They charged me for a bottle of wine. I I buy this beer in a pick six and I'm walking out and they, they charged me for a bottle of wine and they charged me 55 bucks and I'm walking out to the car going, something's not right. So I finally, I look at the receipt and I see a $20 bottle of wine on there. And, uh, I was like, man, I'm going right back in there. So they, yeah. Anyways, boring story. Um, check your receipts. Let's talk some hockey.
0: Nope. You got nothing? Okay.
1: Um, I don't really have much either, but I know for sure that I'm going to the Penguin stars game, and you can join me. Anybody listening can join me. Steven, my friend, is probably going to come because I'm going to make him, but um, let's, uh, let's go to Dallas. Let's go to the Penguins game. Penguin stars it's going to be fun. Um, so I may just drive down, watch the game and come back, but I probably go down there, get a hotel, go to a couple of breweries. I think I, I, after going, if, if the Penguins are playing in Dallas, I'll be there. I mean, it's not even like, yeah,
0: definitely worth the drive.
1: <clears throat> and then the next month they're playing in uh St. Louis and I'm probably going to swing that one too. Now that would be so, cool. Yeah,
0: I, I would definitely be down to go to yeah. St. Louis. Well, I mean, um,
1: back, I mean, last year, the blues won the championship yeah. and, uh, I don't think there's any doubt that the ticket prices are going to be too high, especially the Penguins carry a high ticket price, which is a little frustrating as a genuine Penguins fan. I think there's a lot of bandwagon fans. Um, and I'm not kidding. You go to Dallas, you can go watch games there for 30 bucks all year long. Penguins come to town, you ain't sniffing the arena for 30 bucks. You can't even walk on the premises. <laughs> so... A uh, little frustrating there, but, I mean, it's it's fun. I mean, you go watch your team. I had gone forever without ever being to a game just because we don't have NHL right. here. Now, but.
0: see, that was one of the things I was going to say is, obviously, the Stars are coming to play here in Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, for preseason stuff. Yeah, I'll I I, mean, I, be I know, there. I know it's just a preseason game, but I was like, that'd be cool. Like yeah. Yeah, that'd be I know they did it, I believe, last year. They did it last year um, for the
1: first time yeah. ever an NHL team came to Tulsa. I went, yeah. the game was very good. See, I it mean that very I'm all about that. I think it that'd was, be uh, really cool to go see. It was Dallas for the verse, little, little versus the Panthers. I think that's who they're doing again this year. I'm not positive. But uh, I can't they remember. went to overtime. That's nice. Yeah. I mean it was cra- it was crazy. No. And the goal Dallas lost, but the goal that the Panthers won on was stupid. I mean he he left the goalie he left it, and dude. He was sitting still and the puck was going everywhere, ends up in the net. Uh, just straight juked him out.
0: Now help me out real quick, cause I just cannot remember the name. Yeah, what? I what, can't what is the name of the uh, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers?
1: Uh, huh? Cavaliers. That's a hockey team. Cleveland, Ohio. I mean, what are you talking about? Capitals. They're in Washington. Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. Oh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Yes, that's yeah. what Columbus. I'm like trying to th- Cleveland. No, that's Ohio. Cleveland oh, yeah. doesn't have. Eh, oh, I'm the hockey oh. team. Uh, so whoa, whoa, whoa. Columbus isn't Cleveland. Columbus Columbus.
0: No, okay. Hang on.
1: Cleveland is a city. Ohio state. I got that. Thank you.
0: Appreciate <laughs> it. So they play out of Columbus? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, they wouldn't be the
0: Columbus well, Blue I'm Jackets just, and play I'm out of Cleveland. I'm saying, like, I saw, um, I saw a lot of hockey stuff. Uh, is what i was getting at in cleveland yeah and so i was actually pretty surprised well, the I mean, blue
1: jackets are a strong team so
0: i mean i saw like a lot of jerseys and hats and things like that and i was like man that is so cool because i'm so so jealous oh here's a all these professional teams oh, uh, oh, yeah. around I'm, well you I'm, go to I'm a so, crappy
1: city like cleveland and you got professional sports everywhere well, i'm just like
0: okay literally here we go here's the indians right here sorry ryan Right over here, you've got the Cavaliers. You look right over here, you've got the Browns. And then, like I said, obviously a pretty strong hockey following. Oh yeah, um, yeah,
1: they're a nasty team. That's a team you don't want to play in the playoffs, whether they're good or bad. You don't want to play the Blue Jackets in the playoffs.
0: I was just like, man, imagine that. You and I being local guys here from uh, Tulsa, we don't understand professional teams. You know, we don't have it. We just cheer right. for you know who we we cheer right. for and whatnot. Imagine having the ability to go to these kind of games like, yeah. you know, NFL, uh, and, NHL, yeah.
1: NBA, MLB.
0: You know, I would say 20 minutes away from home. Just a few years ago, you had the Cavs playing in a uh, finals game and the Indians playing in the World Series across the street. Yeah. It's like How crazy. Is oh, that? Cra- I can't even like I can't even like fathom that yeah. as a fan. Well,
1: like you go to Kansas City. They've literally you walk out the front gate of either stadium and you can see the football stadium and the baseball stadium. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a super cool complex. Oh yeah, no, it is. But because of that, they really have to schedule how they do their games. They cannot do both games at the same time. I don't even think
0: it's possible. No, I. That's a. I mean, that's a good point. I don't if, even know how. I think there are times
1: where there'll be a baseball game at night after you know, like a two o'clock, three o'clock football game. you yeah. They'll have like a. Uh, Eight o'clock baseball game. I don't know, but there's a certain time frame that they allow between those games because the parking lots are mutual. They can't possibly host. I
0: mean, both there's a teams. lot of there, there's a lot of parking out. Oh, I dude, I, I, no. I would like to talk to a uh, a local about something like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure on days like that, there's a lot like, of
1: parking and it's on the highway. Like I was
0: told, our, our good buddy uh, Andy, when he lived in Denver, or I guess he still lives in Denver, yeah. when he lived downtown. uh, he he lived right by the stadium. You can't move. And he was like, basically on game day, you decided, am I getting out for the day, right, or am I staying in for all day for the whole day? Because traffic is so insane, you're you're not you're yeah. not moving. You know, I drove so.
1: through Denver on a during a football game one time in high school, dude. I mean, I didn't I shouldn't really say drove, more like
0: crawled, <laughs> because it was so bad. No, so bad. I was just there two years ago, and you know, I wanted to go to a game, and I was like. Sunday night I was like let's see let's see who they're playing like when I was planning the trip and I look and that Sunday they're playing the Patriots on Sunday night football oh, yeah. and I'm just like oh god like yeah. that's how great is that but I'm looking at tickets they're like 250 oh, a piece. Yeah. you know yeah, it's like easy not even close to reasonable but um man so you got me talking football games. Football, um, football, football. Hey, it's fall or summer or I whatever it's it is right now. now right? Um,
1: again, just gonna say how good that beer was. It's gone. Yeah, it both was, ours are gone it was now. So good. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to hold on to the second one for very long now, but um, I will say that Belgium quads have quickly become my favorite style of beer. I think that. Um, I, I, it's so crazy because stouts have always been it like it's always been stouts that dark almost kind of milky I, I don't know the prairie bomb you want to know what I'm talking about go try the prairie bomb that's that's my favorite beer um, favorite beer style now category the brew style I think it's the Belgium quad because they cool. they're so smooth yeah but they're also they have a lot of flavor and strength but I don't know what are your thoughts? Are you are you really enjoying the quads this one especially? Yeah,
0: no, I mean, I've always like I said, I've always been a big Belgian fan and I mean between uh, doubles are great. I love doubles, triples like I mean it's just such a good next step up and then like a quad is like a whole nother ball game. So yeah. it's like Oh yeah. It's just really cool like the different styles of beer and that's what I'm saying, man. That's why I try try to tell people to get out there and try different things because there's so many beers out there that you would never guess. Like, Oh, that that's too dark. That's do this. That's, too that. and you don't understand that that right. that's just the color. I mean,
1: like you look at Guinness. Guinness is super dark. Yeah. But it has like, in my opinion, very little flavor, very little body. Well,
0: it it's just very light. Yeah, it's, it's a such l- a light beer yeah. for how dark yeah. it is. It is. I and mean, I, and I just most people don't understand that. I'm they not see real, the color big and they, they freak.
1: I like it, it's yeah. a good beer. I, I prefer not to drink it if I have access to something else, but
0: that's fair. I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I've just fallen in love with it the last yeah. couple of years. I, I mean, honestly go to Ireland, I mean, it's a big part yeah, of it, of course. but but um, not but to it's brag, like
1: but eating spicy salsa versus mild, not even spicy, but like. Mild salsa versus bland salsa. To me, a Guinness is just like tomatoes. Really? But then I get into something different, like even especially this beer. This is like a masterpiece of tomatoes being cut up and turned into salsa.
0: I'll tell you what. So every year, and I've said it the last two years, but I'm telling you right now, and you guys can all hold me accountable for this, but um, there's a... McNelly's pub run they do each year. Okay. Um I don't run. Generally in like I believe it's October November somewhere in there.
1: Like actual and, run. And
0: and it's a well it's a run. You don't have to run. Okay. But you it's four miles no. and th- and three Guinness. No. So each mile, um, you get a Guinness and you have to chug the beer. And then keep going.
1: <laughs> I used to run a lot, but the only way I'm running now is if they give me four Guinnesses and then say run three miles because <laughs> I'll be filling it. Right. Ain't no way I'm running. No, so drinking.
0: anyway, this has become a big thing. I know uh, it. People, uh, I, people I, I, really get after it in this, and I, I'm, I'm going to do it this year. There, there's no doubt about it. A couple guys from work are wanting to do it too, so. Y'all have fun. We're going to do it, and uh, it'll be good. I think it'll be good content, so we'll have to make sure we do something of that, but. We're getting really off subject. No, I, we're I do, just I talking, dude. It's I know, a podcast. We I, go I, find I a couple of things I wanted to uh, talk about. Yeah, let's just
1: keep talking over uh, each other, no matter what we do. <laughs> but well, I mean, we, well, you're, we, you're,
0: you're not about the the Guinness run, so we'll just shut that down. Wait yeah, till the bye. time comes. So we
1: do still actually have quite a bit to talk about, um, um, and dinner to eat too. I'm starving. So that's good point. Seven o'clock on Friday. Yeah, but you you're know married.
0: She's probably hungry. Probably so. Probably so. Uh, so, Durant comes out, says he doesn't blame the Warriors for the injury. Well, it's not their body, of course. Right, but they were kind. Of, a lot of people were speculating, like, did they rush him back because of I the pressure that. and all that? Whatever. I get it. He says, "Nah, you know it, it's not." He's a ball player, he, he man. He wanted to he play. Doesn't. But then he kept running his mouth, I, and of I course know. he opens up. He goes, uh, "Obviously, if you remember the injury." As soon as it happened, there was quite a bit of cheer in the crowd. Oh, yeah. And, no, that is not right. I mean, clearly, you don't want to cheer no, guys it's a guy's... awful. ...an injury and all that. But I don't think a lot of people had a lot of malice in their, in their heart... I when disagree. They were, ...when they were doing that. Toronto, dude, dude? Bro. Like, we're not talking about, like, New York. We're not talking about Philadelphia. No, it was Boston. Brutal. We're talking about Toronto. Yeah,
1: but it was one of the most classless moments in the history of sports. I, mm, I disagree. You're telling me that Toronto, even though Toronto, I mean, oh, sorry, everybody's yeah. supposed to be hey, nice sorry. in Canada. Somebody goes down hurt and you cheer. I literally cannot stand Kevin Durant. If he goes down hurt, the last thing I'm going to do is cheer. Right. You no, don't do don't No, mean, you I'm not, I'm not saying that.
0: you do it. I'm not even saying it. But I, I think it was kind of maybe blown out of proportion to a degree. Do you know how expensive those tickets are to go to that game? Oh, crazy. How many, how many kids
1: do you think are in that crowd? None. These are grown adults right. that know what an injury is.
0: I mean, that's true. I mean, that, that, that's not anyway. So he comes out and he goes, um, you know, like they're asked, like, you know, what was your feeling towards and why not? He goes, "It'll probably be the last time they're in the finals." Right. So kind of like, who cares? Yeah. And dude, I mean, you want to talk about a guy when he said this? I mean, Toronto fans took off the gloves and just absolutely laid into. <laughs> Durant, and just I mean, they're like this is coming from a guy who literally couldn't get the job done on his own. Right. So he goes and joins a team that set the record for most wins the year before, right? And to went start winning championships, like dude, sit down, like no, I don't don't come out of sideways. Like you would have never been to a championship had you not gone to the Warriors, is is what they were getting at. And, of
1: course, 99% of the tweets going out at him were not people in the crowd that were cheering. Oh, no,
0: no. It's a shot at Raptors fans. And, you know, (laughs) yeah, probably so.
1: Um, I mean, in your – okay, deep down, any sports team, if I'm the Packers and I'm playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl and Tom Brady goes down hurt, the last thing I'm doing is cheering. But the first thing I'm thinking is – Wow, the Packers have a lot better chance. Yeah, of winning you get a little bit game, of relief, you know? but I don't you know? have to cheer for no. it. I mean it's che- like, cheering.
0: Like I said, that that's wrong. I'm not, I, You don't cheer for injuries. And I'm, my thought has always been: you always want to beat a team at their best because yeah, you well, don't want yes. that. You don't want that excuse, that's, like, oh well, if he would have been healthy. Blah, blah blah. That sucks. But you're right. If if I if I'm playing a good against a good team and their star player goes down. I'm not like, oh, crap. Like, now it's going to be tainted. No, exactly. I'm like, wow, my team just got a lot better percent of winning this game. But no, like I said, you don't ever cheer. I do agree with that. But like I said, I think this is just another way Durant showing how childish he is. Just when you thought he's kind of maybe getting out of that, he goes right back towards it. And I just can't believe this is the guy that you and I both just had so much, you know, um, I don't know. If Probably I'm not, not love. love. I know that's the word I'm trying to not that might say. Be a little but, weird. But you know, so many feelings towards because this guy meant so much to this city, and then he just became a snake and left. And, he was you know, like
1: our first professional athlete. Yeah. Right behind Pudge Rodriguez. I mean, we had some players come up out of our... Sammy Sosa, dude. No, I know. Like, we had some players come out of the... Yeah, Pudge, man.
0: What a a freaking stud. Yeah. Um, So,
1: point being, we don't have professional sports here. So, when the Thunder came here, and it was Durant... I mean, it was Durant. Yeah. And he was the dude.
0: Just wait till next year, dude. Like, when NBA season comes around, and we have to talk some NBA, and we're talking about what the Thunder is going through... It's going to be brutal, man. Yeah. It's going to be brutal. For everybody. You guys too. Um, <laughs> exactly, because you have to hear us complain. Um, yeah, no, Westbrook, This. I thought this was crazy too because he, uh, he actually restructures his contract to help uh, make the move to Houston, which yeah. I, I guess is just kind of coming out that he's restructuring to where it makes more sense for the Houston to be able to take him on with less money right now. And okay. kind of backload the contract yeah. as opposed to front load it um, so that
1: they can bring other people on board yeah and just kind just kind of
0: make sure that he could get to Houston which gotcha. it, it just it kind of hurt a little bit because you're just like you just kind of like as you kick me yeah, sorry. uh it's just kind of like man, he's like he really I need did to secure he, getting out he of really City. wanted to get out of Oklahoma yeah. City and I'll that do, that I'll just kind of stung a little bit. I'll do
1: anything to get out of here. Pay me half what you were gonna pay me and I'll go. Yeah, you know? yeah. I just, No, I, I get I, what you're saying. I
0: hate I hated to kind of see that because I was like, oh man, like once George's gone, he's like, yeah, but guys, hey, I'm not carrying this team again by myself. So. Something we haven't talked about
1: yet. Um, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Serge Ibaka. We're about to see, a, uh, we're, we're pretty much about to see a Durantless, 2010 Oklahoma City Thunder. So if, which I don't think it'll happen in year one, Harden and Westbrook are able to go win a championship, do they look at Durant and go, hey, you cocky mofo, look what we did without you. You're the one that was saying you were the strong point of our team. Look at us now. You know, because of everybody that talks about Westbrook being the guy that nobody wants to be on a team with, Durant seems awfully corrupt. I mean, the dude is always talking something. There is not much positive that I think of behind the name Durant, not because I dislike him. Um, it just seems like when you see him in the news, it's not good things.
0: Negative. Yeah, yeah
1: it's never good things. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, if, be if Westbrook and Harden go out there and they get theirs, I'll be glad, and I'll be so glad to <laughs> know that Durant's not part of it.
0: Is that funny? Because before this all went down, I remember you talking about how much you hated Houston, and Did now, I? yeah, oh yeah, what? you're like you're just like talked about. I don't think I, so. I'm I'm almost certain. We'll go Maybe. back to the taste. I mean, I, I can I can recall one conversation in particular. I might have
1: I might have I think I said I hated watching Houston,
0: but they uh. Man, it's kind of like we we hold on. Cuz I don't defi- have- No, 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 hold okay. on.
1: I definitely have talked about the fact that they play their own style of basketball. Like it's not even basketball what they're doing. But that doesn't mean I hate it. I don't know what I've said. I'd love to hear what I said. Um 100%. I'll go back and listen to every episode to find out um because I, I like Harden. I've always liked Harden. He was part of the OG Thunder. How do you not like it? But the way he plays the game is easy to hate because it's, it really it's is. isolation basketball that just picks apart the defense, and there's nothing they can do about it. And it's isolation to a step back to a three, and you either foul him, he makes it, or he misses and makes it next time. Um, so I don't recall saying I hate Houston.
0: Well, we'll have to check into it. But, but I'm not a Houston fan. But the whole point is, I, it is kind of weird because it's like I'm not jumping ship um, or anything like that. But you, you're starting to hear Thunder fans be like, "Hey, like it's gonna be fun watching Houston next year." Yeah, I talked about that. 100. I mean, percent
1: I'll watch. It's just like I'll probably watch as many Houston games as I do Thunder games. Is that?
0: I mean, that's what I'm saying. We're we're to that point where it's like, well, we don't really have much to cheer for here right now. So. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not giving. Thunder. I'm not giving. You know exactly. I'm not giving up on the Thunder, that. and I'm going to watch games and all that. But it, it is. It's just a weird, weird time for to be a Thunder fan. So we'll have to see what it's like going forward. But yeah. Um. Overall, I just had a. I mean, a couple little little things here. The, the Carmelo story is just getting worse and worse. Yeah. I mean,
1: well, I love Carmelo, so I don't, I don't mind hearing about him, positive or negative. I'm just glad his name's still relevant. No, that is he's, nice. He's but no doubt it's one of like, my favorite players. You're, you're
0: <laughs> just, so if you don't know what we're talking about, um, USA basically are like, hey, Mello, we love you, all that. But, hey, we don't want you to play for us yeah. because distraction, uh, you, or you can be a distraction uh, for the team and all this with all, everything that's going to come with it. We really got to focus on us and go forward. So, but sorry but yeah. not sorry
1: i mean see it, it's it's a different ball game though literally like in the olympics versus the nba it's like in soccer versus the mls versus uh, all the leagues over in europe like when landon donovan did not get chosen to play in the last world cup I mean and it was it the Olympics or the World Cup? I think it was the World Cup, similar to the Olympics, either way. When he did not get put on the roster, I thought that it was the most ridiculous thing ever. The guy the guy's a genius of a soccer player. He might not be the full ability. Do you know who I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. yeah. He's hundred percent wasn't the same player. But I mean, man, didn't you watch the team and you're watching these young guys? A couple of them were young guys. It didn't seem like they had the best decision making. You know, Donovan has a si- decision making. You're just like, making. man, if
0: we had him here, his leadership, yeah. be- being a veteran and yeah. all that, what it could have meant. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I remember that whole conversation. At least put him on the that. bench. Yeah.
1: You don't have to start him. Bring right. him. Bring him. I right. mean, and this is years ago, but I still i am never going to forget that. Like, I think it was uh, when Klinsman, Jurgen Klinsman, became the coach that all that happened. That's why, yeah. And I had a tough time respecting that decision of his, but at well, it was the same time... controversial. I remember It's that. like, dude, there's a certain amount of respect behind the guy's name, though. Donovan, like, he's kind of the history of the U.S. soccer team. Like, I mean... He plays a
0: big role, that's for sure. You,
1: you either respect his name or you don't. If you respect his name, you just let him come on the team and... So be it. Like, how many subs are you going to have that aren't going to play anyways? Either just let him be one of them, I guess. I don't know.
0: So what about this? So I can't remember Chauncey Billups, one of those guys. I can't remember who it was. was saying that Mello should go back to Denver. You know, that's where he started. That's where it was all about. No, think of this. So Denver, I mean, clearly a really good uh, basketball team. Um, right now, right very now. good. You know, the last couple of years they've had a lot yeah. of success. Strong. Uh, Djokovic Shh. is absolutely incredible. Djokovic, uh, yeah, uh, the big center. The you know the Joker. His name. Yes,
1: Djokovic is a tennis player. I know.
0: It's it. Um, look It's it not. it's at Djokic. It Jok- uh Jokic. That okay. Right. I, mean, right. I mean, I mean, okay. I know what it is. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, well, I was calling were, the Joker, so that's funny. Because I was about to say just the Joker. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Um Anyway, he's an absolute freak because he can shoot threes. He can do everything as a big guy, which is always great to see. Um, anyway, like I said, been really relevant the last couple of years, but haven't really, you know, taken that next step. You think bringing in like a veteran, even though it's not like Melo has a bunch of playoff experience and whatnot, bringing in a veteran to no. come, kind of like, guard, you know, kind of help guide. The younger guys and do all that. You think that could work? No, I mean, because he's already said he's willing to go off the bench. You know, I mean, yeah,
1: I I mean, why would you not want him on the team? Other than the fact that he was scoring two points a game with the Thunder, and you look at that and go, more? No, it It, was like two to four points a game was his average. No, yeah, a hundred
0: percent. How much you want to bet? I'll bet you right now. He played two seasons. Right,
1: every game, dude. (laughs) I don't care what you watch. I don't care. I'm Over, telling, Okay, just we're just going to look it up. Keep
0: talking, I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, no, he, he obviously absolutely disappointed. But he actually had a bunch of games where he was very, very uh, important to the outcome of the game for some of the threes and things he was he was hitting. Because, um, man, there's a couple games he came out playing. He'd be like uh, five for five shooting with 16 points and really kind of got the thunder going in the early on um, but anyway, I I just like to see something happen with him. I I hate seeing Melo kind of he. I don't think he needs the treatment like the Wade treatment like last year, and you know get this get the send off like some of these other guys have gotten. But he uh he definitely has his own place in basketball allure. Uh, so I I, I would like to see him do something before he leaves. Yeah.
1: <coughs> no. Um. You know I love. I mean, literally, you know Carmelo is one of my favorite players. Um, let's see, he played in Houston. Oh, it was. I wasn't even thinking of his last year with Oklahoma City. I was thinking of his year with Houston um, when he went to them because it was like, whoa. He didn't even play a full season with them and they right. cut him yeah. because it was so bad. Because um, I said he played two years with the Thunder. He only played one. The, the one. For and you. then he went to Houston. Yeah. And it shows on ESPN that his points were 13.4, which I guess was his average. But at the end, dude, I'm telling you, he was averaging like two to four points a game for like for a fairly significant stretch. <laughs> and it was like, what is happening? But he's, he's such a good shooter that, I mean, if you need a scorer on the team, you don't want you're not going to get good legs. You're not going to get a young guy that can play the way that a lot of people are in the league. But you need a shot made? Put Carmelo in.
0: He's going to do it. I mean... Yeah, he's definitely going to get his shots up. That's for sure. You
1: Give him a three. You don't want him backing down, doing his uh, fadeaway anymore. It's just it's not the way it used
0: to he be. He averaged but. 16.2 with the Thunder.
1: Yeah, I know he did. I mean, I'm looking at it. And... 100. And that—that's what I was saying. I know it sounds like I'm doubling back, but when I—you can count my record on this podcast—I've said that I thought it was stupid when we got rid of him. I mean, what do you? Why? Like, because Sam Presti? Like, is that—that's the only re- reason I can think of. Um, he is in the talks with Kobe, with LeBron, with Tracy McGrady, with all those guys. Like, his name is there. He's not the greatest. But no. his name is in the talk.
0: Yeah. You can talk about it. I mean no, no sure.
1: when you th- I mean, he is one of the best scorers in yeah, the history scorer. of the league. That's not even a question. Yeah. Him, Dirk, all these guys, like you just his name is there. He's his points. I'd be interested in seeing how many points he's got. He's gotta be in the top
0: twenty. He was so fun to watch when he would get hot. Yeah, no, there's there's not a doubt about that. And that's why it sucks to kind of see him like yeah. fade off like this. You watch him
1: in the 2012 Olympics. The Olympics. You see him just shatter yeah, the record for amazing. the amount of threes made and I mean dude was hitting everything. Yeah. It was fa- it was like a fake. It was like playing was a video, video game. game, yeah. Yeah. But what, what I mean, we have so much we could talk about. What do you want to do? Do you want to wrap up? Do you want to save something for next yeah. week? you no, want to keep yeah. going?
0: I uh, I've just had a couple more things I want to add just uh I'm telling you right now. There's not much to discuss right now with baseball, but I am having so much fun watching baseball right now. And anyone who is into baseball uh, probably is as well because there's so much young talent. There's so many great storylines going uh, right now. Mike Trout is just... We're we're literally watching probably going to be the greatest baseball player of all time play baseball and... You know, most people don't even get to watch his games because he plays in the West Coast, yep. which is just so unfortunate.
1: I don't know. I don't know enough to say that he's going to be the best. Dude, his um, stats. No, like, I get I'm it. seeing more I get and more that.
0: things that I'm just like, like they just compared his stats uh, for, through, um, I think 2012 was his rookie year. They just compared his stats between then and now um, next to Mickey Mantle and they were like almost identical. Uh, wow. And and it's just if you listen it, to any of these baseball podcasts yeah. and everything, they literally just can't get over like that you could literally right. just talk about Trout all day yeah. just cuz what he does. I think it's kind funny.
1: I mean, you think of like the conversation of Kobe versus LeBron versus whoever Jordan yeah. um and then and then you think of Bay Ruth versus Mike Trout. And on the surface Babe Ruth's name has so much respect that it's stupid. But then you're like, eh, <laughs> look at this guy. Look yeah. at Mike Trout. Look at who Babe was playing against. Look, yeah, at, I mean, look at Babe. Just look at him. Right. I mean, I'm not di- trying to disrespect him, but I'm – Bet in my life that Mike Trout's the better player when you put Babe Ruth and Mike Trout on the same field yeah. versus the same pitchers.
0: I mean, it's tough to argue because different it, they're century, different I mean, kind of guys. Now you know, obviously Babe pitched for five years, uh, which right, a, a lot of people right. may not know. I and, do. I mean, he set World Series records pitching and things like that. So I mean, he has that aspect to him. He was uh, a freak, and he was a freak, and uh, I mean, absolutely. Way before his time right. of, of the, in the game in baseball. The
1: reason I said what I said, when you, when you take the training oh, and all but, yeah, this no, stuff exactly. into consideration, Babe yeah.
0: didn't have that. I can't
1: imagine how crazy he would have been if he had top-notch training like Mike Trout does. That would be interesting to
0: me. Imagine Babe on roids. <laughs> well, he probably was. <laughs> there wasn't roids. Yeah, like there then. were roids. There nah. was, yeah. Horse. It, it was called toenail clipping. Called Who knows what they were doing? Trashed the night before and then come in the ballpark, eating a couple of hot dogs and going to doing your job. No, no I mean <laughs> I get it, but
1: there, there were definitely no matter when. There's always going to be a performance enhancing drug, whether they were smoking weed. I don't know what they were doing back then, but they were doing something that wasn't getting monitored. I can guarantee you that.
0: Point being, with with the, so much going on. I'm telling you, like, obviously being a Yankee fan, man, I, Yankees won nine in a row right now. Got the best record in baseball. I, I had texted our buddy Jose the other night going, man, like, I'm telling you right now, like, this is a special team. And you got to soak this kind of stuff up because it doesn't come around every day. Think about some of those Cardinal runs years back. Yeah. When it's like... These the Cardinals would just get hot out of nowhere right. and go on these incredible runs, and it's like you gotta soak that stuff up because we'll, it doesn't well, happen every day.
1: We'll see at the end of the season if this is one of those runs that you should or should not have soaked up this yeah. year.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I'm just I'm saying that for the I mean, point during going, the season. It's like great. You you don't want to wait till like the very end yeah. and then almost be out of baseball and be like, man, I should have right. really enjoyed the rest of this. Because what was
1: it two years ago? The the Dodgers lost like. Half a game in the whole first half of the season, yeah. and then they couldn't they like win crazy. in the first half yeah. of the season. That,
0: that was that was weird. So it's like, um, who
1: who cares? Right. I mean, <laughs> it's just,
0: dude. I'm telling you, I I know we have harped on this through some of the podcasts, but dude, the the injury deal with this team is ridiculous, and they've adopted this new style, saying next man up. Yeah, you so, and you know, the Forty ers both. Well, I think it was the Patriots. I think was really the ones who. Well, No, no, no. What I'm saying
1: then. is the 49ers. They've just had stupid injuries. Oh issues. yeah, no. It's I, been I was just say
0: I. I literally think the Patriots saying is "next man up." I, was, I think yeah. is what it comes from, but um, man, it's just it's absolutely it's absolutely crazy. So I just wanted to mention that. Now something that is very very cool, and we'll kind of end up on this, is that um yesterday. Baseball just announced that in 2020, the Yankees and White Sox are going to play on uh, the the field. Well, actually, I, I don't even think they're playing on the actual field, but they're playing in that area where the Field of Dreams movie is uh, made. Yeah. I don't know if you ever actually saw this movie. Oh, yeah. Of course. But it's a classic. I mean, everyone knows um, at least something about it. But uh our 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 friend from work Jeff Eaton big cubs fan actually drove through there and went to the field and everything and he he's nice. like dude I can't imagine what it's going to be like them trying to play there cuz it's like these little right. you know dirt roads and yeah. things like that getting back to this and uh baseball said they're going to set up stands and everything it's going to be 8,000 people. Wow. And uh um, 8,000. Yeah, cuz that's wh- more than I would have thought. What they're trying to do is literally mimic what what it was like. Yeah. The real field is going to be a little further down and they're going to build this new area um to to create this baseball. Um I don't know, man. I I absolutely love it. I think it's really cool. Um really just different. And this is the way baseball, you know, they're trying to change the game, they're trying to do different things and uh I think it's gonna be something um something really cool to uh to try to sell to you know the the fans out there. So Yeah. Very um, cool. So, do you have anything else yeah you want no, I anymore? mean
1: yeah I do, but it's it's I think it's probably been long yeah. enough. We can talk more next week. Nothing I have is uh, is urgent. I mean talking to Antonio Brown was probably the <laughs> probably the hot topic tonight and then everything else just uh, kind of flowed but um, just
0: to throw this in there just because I didn't get to mention a bunch about it like I said, going to Cleveland I, I had tickets for the Indians game um, that Tuesday when I got there. Game gets rained out. Didn't, oh, didn't no re- way. Didn't really know what that was like. Uh, I was thinking about people traveling in and whatnot yeah. to go to a game. I literally got to experience it. I, I I go and we get there and just before the game starts, they had to bring the tarp out.
1: You didn't even get to watch the game? No, game never oh, played. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> so, Only
1: uh, the last... Okay, go ahead. Sorry.
0: Oh, no. I was just saying. So, they said it was postponed for an hour yeah. and, and then we had... Or uh, delayed for an hour and and then uh, they were going to try to resume, let some weather pass. So I go walking around, I find some food, and what I was really excited to find was there were breweries in the stadium and, yeah. and like, was able to go through some of these breweries and have some beers and whatnot, and um was really good, really good beer. Shout out to Cleveland because they're doing it right up there. I really had some Maybe great, the beer. great beer up there. I,
1: I wouldn't want to live in Cleveland, but. Dude, I, I don't, the, man,
0: I, I didn't really think so either. Um and obviously I got such a small sample size. I mean oh, I'm not yeah. trying to act like I I learned it all in a few days,
1: but you get a preston size of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but man, I'm telling you there's so much cool cool things going on um around there and Yeah. Um mm-hmm. woohoo. But like I said, I I really wish I would have gotten to um go to the Browns game and that's what I was going to get at was that is my least favorite of the week. Yeah, I want to
1: before you do that. I just want to talk something real quick. Oh yeah, that's uh, Ovechkin, Um, Uh, Alex Ovechkin. Yeah, Yeah. he uh, he doesn't really want to talk about retirement right now. He's uh, he's obviously kind of starting to come to the end, but he's not showing it. Like the dude's still playing so good. Yeah, yeah, he's still playing great. I mean, there's so many hockey players right now that wish they had his skill, and uh, he kind of hinted, maybe not even hinted, but he talked about. Um, 2021, I think it's when his contract's up, he said, well, well, we're just kind of going to take it day by day, and we'll see how I feel in 2021 because my health is the most important thing, and not necessarily to him. I'm sure he would sacrifice some health (laughs) to keep playing. But what he's saying is if I'm not healthy enough to play hockey, I'm probably not going to. But if I am, you're not going to be done seeing me. And, I mean – Sid versus Ovi, I don't know. There's so many different – it's like the – it's almost like the LeBron versus uh, Jordan talk or the Kobe versus Jordan versus LeBron. Um, You pick a side and you're on it. Ovi's obviously a stud. But um, I don't know. I don't want to see him quit playing because I love watching him play. Yeah, he's fun to watch. He's not – I mean, I despise him when the Penguins are playing him. But – He's fun to watch, and so are the Capitals, and I've said that before. I'll say it again. Um, but anyways, my your your least favorite, yeah, getting rained out, not being able to go to that game. I would assume.
0: Yeah, or I, mean, I had that on there. I had not being able to go to the Browns because I flew yeah. out the day they they played. So yeah. just like I've never and I've never been to an NFL game, so. That would be uh, my my first opportunity to. I know it's just preseason, but hey, still counts. So
1: I was probably yeah. That leads me to my worst, which is again um, preseason football. It just it it leaves me in this weird feeling of oh, it's football season. Like it is it football season? I don't know. Um, Just. But it's also my best because, you know, it's football season. Exactly. Uh, my real best, though, is uh, Antonio Brown not showing up. I don't like the Raiders. I've never liked the Raiders. I don't like that the Raiders went and got Antonio Brown um and then are like confused by what's going on with him. They knew what they were getting into. He's a troublemaker when it comes to yeah, the media, when it comes to things like his
0: that. 10th practice of <laughs> the year. No, right? right. But
1: that's what I'm saying is I don't I don't like the I don't like the Raiders. They're probably my least favorite team in the league. Really? Um yeah, the fans are awful, man. Oh, the fans bad. are the worst. Not good. Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't know, the Bengals. I don't like the Bengals. I might like yeah, the Bengals less than franchise. But, uh, yeah, probably my best is Antonio Brown not showing up because okay. I don't like AB, don't like the. Uh, don't like uh, Oakland, and just seeing it all happen kind of makes me smile, just watching that franchise burn. It's fair. That's you know, fair. make a stupid choice, bring in a player, obviously one of the best players in the league right now, <laughs> obviously comes with some trouble. You bring him in, you know what you're risking, you risk it for the biscuit, and you didn't get the biscuit yet. So um yeah, worst preseason, best
0: the fire in Oakland. Um I ho- I don't know if you saw this, but it was awesome. Uh rugby star Christian Wade uh scored on his first touch in the NFL last night. Uh he's a running back for the Bills. Did you did you happen to see this?
1: No. I, maybe, I don't
0: know I'm telling you, dude It was really cool I mean, just like Literally gets the ball And just breaks free Right away And uh, I mean, it's It's a pretty Pretty strong way To start your NFL career So <clears throat> Yeah Preseason or not I mean, that's That's how you get a job That's yeah. how you get a A contract after this Is all that's said and funny. done So Well, my
1: um, buddy Stephen Just sent me a text Said uh, There's a picture It's a meme There's a kid sitting in the car He says Dad, what's an alcoholic? Dad says Son You see those four cars? An alcoholic would see eight. The kid said, but dad, there's only two cars. <laughs> I think so, I, I think, I've I think that. that's probably a good way to end. That's, that's uh, thanks strong. for the laugh, Stephen. But uh, uh, if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, go to Hopped On Sports. And that's the same name on all three. If you want to send us an email, it's Sports at gmail.com. And uh this beer was incredible. Yeah,
0: and if you if you guys got a Belgian quad out there that's your favorite, let us know. Uh like I said, I I am pretty sure um Steve and I are willing to try anything right now because it, it's been a really exciting in regards um, to beer. Just <laughs> try anything once. No. Uh no, exactly. Uh Belgian quads. So let let us hear. Uh let us know what you think and we'll uh we'll see you guys next week. Oh my gang.